Hello, I'm Kate Freeman, and this is The Daily Dollop. On this episode of The Daily Dollop, I'm sharing my own top tips on how to stay organized with food and make healthy food choices even when I'm super busy. Welcome back to the show today. This is the Daily Dollop podcast and I'm your host, Kate Freeman. I'm a registered nutritionist and the founder of the Healthy Eating Hub and the Healthy Eating Clinic And if I'm sounding a little bit snotty today, it's because I think I'm allergic to my new dog, which is really sad because I grew up with dogs and I, I wasn't allergic to them back then. And I've been around other dogs. I don't know if it's this coincidence because I did whip a snip of the backyard. Well, I didn't do it. My son did. And then my husband fixed it after he did, but maybe it's just the grass, but I've had this persistent sniffle and sneeze with little old Harvey, which is my new Border Collie Cross Kelpie puppy, which I talked about in the previous episode. Anyway, devastation. So, but we've got him now. I'm just going to take my hay fever tablet every morning to try and survive this. I'm also super sleep deprived and I'm sitting in my bed. It's 9.53 PM. My husband is next to me. He's like, don't tell people that I'm sitting next to you. And I was like, I am. I'm going to tell them. So he's, he's next to me in bed while I do this podcast. And I think it's actually super pertinent to talk about my own tips to stay organized with food, even though I'm busy. Because the reason I'm doing podcasts at 10 p.m. at night is because the puppy has changed our lives somewhat. And I'm feeling a little bit behind in my work. But the thing is, my food choices are my food choices. And regardless of whether I'm busy or not busy, I always try and make a point about making a conscious decision about what I eat. And whether that is, you know, nutritious food or less nutritious food, I try not put a label on it and make it good and bad. At the end of the day, it's my choice. And so I never feel like I say, oh, I'm eating poorly because I'm so busy or because I have no time. It's more that I've just chosen to make certain food decisions as opposed to other ones. But when it comes to kind of consistently ensuring that I have high diet quality, there's a number of strategies that I use that I want to share with you today. And I guess what I'd like to encourage you to think about is what sort of strategies do you need to implement that can help make healthy food choices a consistent part of your life as well? Because a little conversation that goes down quite frequently when I meet a new client is that they say, can you please help me eat well? I want to change my lifestyle and I want to form healthy eating habits. I don't want to diet anymore. I want to set a good example for my kids. I just want to, you know, do this really long term. And I go, absolutely. I can definitely help you with that. I'm your girl for long term healthy eating habits. And they go, great, because I live a really busy life and I don't have time to cook and prepare food and do anything complicated. In fact, I don't really like cooking and I don't want to do any food prep. I just want it to be easy. Now, that's a a fair comment. 100% we all want food preparation to be easy. And gosh, you know, 
if you could afford your own personal chef who just does your food for you, I mean, who wouldn't hire one? And I'm available. Very expensive. So I guess what I want you to think about is the fact that there needs to be some kind of effort put in to your food choices, you know. And if you've if you've done a certain way of eating for a really, really long time, there's ingrained habits. And so it will take some effort to actually change those habits and to do things a little bit differently. So there's no magic bullet to staying organized. You know, healthy food is fresh. It requires preparation. It needs cooking. It has a a short shelf life. It needs to be regularly bought to keep your kitchen stocked. Use trial and error and find what works for you. And so what I want to do is not share with you a really extreme meal prepping um, regime. I certainly don't do that at all. But there is an element of thinking about food that I do that means that I'm able to put a healthy meal on the table the majority of the time. And if I happen to put an unhealthy meal on the table, being that it's potentially like low in vegetables or high in energy, right, it's because I've chosen to do that and that's just what I've wanted to eat and I'm fine with that too. So food is there to fuel your body, to help you live life to the fullest, not the other way around as well. You don't need to be a slave to your food choices, a slave in the kitchen. You don't need to have the perfect diet. It's just trying to find this this lovely little balance and, and find what works for you. As at the end of the day, it's just being happy with your own food choices. So here are my best ever food organization tips that help me eat well, even though I'm busy. One thing I do periodically, I'm actually not currently doing it at the moment. It's just not something that I'm wanting to do, but I have done over the years is portion up chicken tenderloins. I love chicken tenderloins because they're like pre-cut portioned out chicken breast. So I buy a large packet of them, um, separate them into snap block bags or containers, chuck them in the freezer. And then each morning, all I have to do is grab a serve of tenderloins out of the freezer to work. And then I actually cook them in the sandwich press. A little bit of um, dried mixed herbs or um, Moroccan spice lit down. And because they cook through both sides, they cook in two to three minutes. And because they cook reasonably quickly, they're nice and tender and moist still. And they're delicious. If your workmates don't want you to put in raw chicken on the sandwich press, just use baking paper. That works fabulously and less cleanup. But it's amazing. You can have beautiful, minimally processed chicken for lunch, hot, tasty, yummy, easy, easy. Other things I like to do is because buying the pre-portioned, like pre-cooked rice or quinoa, or you can even get pre-cooked pasta now, it's quite an expensive way to buy those foods, which is fine if you can afford it. They're super handy. Make sure you keep your pantry stocked with them if you can afford it. But if you can't, it's so much cheaper to just buy it in wholemeal brown rice, sorry, wholemeal pasta or brown rice in packets and then cook up a whole heap of it and then separate it out, pop it into snap block bags or containers. And again, you can freeze them and then each morning just grab and grow. Microwave them for 30 to 40 seconds once lunchtime comes around and they've defrosted. Serve them with a salad, a curry, a stir fry. Really, really easy. Fruit, particularly for school lunch boxes, you can, if you don't have time to make the fruit part in the morning or chop up fruit, you can pre chop watermelon, rock melon, pineapple into cubes, chuck it into the, in a container into the fridge or freezer 
And then you've got um, a nice quick easy snack or a smoothie ingredient that's really, really um, easy and good to go. I also really like using what are called peak fresh bags. If you like, actually, I'm going to pop a link to them in the show notes because they are amazing. They're these green uh, produce bags and I put my fruit and vegetables inside them in the crisper and they keep my fruit and veggies lasting so, so, so much longer. I actually made dinner tonight with capsicum, broccolini and snow peas that were stored in peak fresh bags in my crisper and I bought them nearly nine days ago and they were still absolutely fine to eat. That's how amazing these bags are. So I'll pop a link to buying them. We used to sell them at the Healthy Eating Hub but we don't anymore. Um, it's because I stole them all, no just jokes. But they are really good bags. Other things that I've done over the years, I don't actually do this currently because I've, I'm happy to just make a salad fresh most night or cut veggies. I have no problem with cutting up vegetables at dinner time, but I used to be really adverse to it and not like doing it. So I used to chop up a big bowl of salad and it would last, particularly when it was just my husband and I, and the kids were really little and they sort of were eating similar, but not the same as us. I'd have this big bowl of salad in the fridge that then I could serve up that night for dinner, but I'd have at least another night, if not some lunches left over where all of the salad veg were already chopped up. And it just makes like future lunches or future dinners really, really easy to chuck um, some, some veggies into them. Next is keeping your freezer stocked with individual steam fresh bags of veggies. Now, I'm personally not a frozen veggie fan, so this is actually not something I do regularly, but occasionally I love it when I do have frozen veggies in the freezer and I can throw them into a pasta bake or some kind of sort of mixed dish because that's why that way I find I don't notice this sort of less yumminess of them. But I know a lot of clients and a lot of um, my team rely on the steam fresh veggie bags to add to their lunch as a really quick, easy way of adding vegetables. And then, you know, regardless of what else you're eating, if you add vegetables to your meal, you are increasing your nutrient density and maximizing your health from those meals. Another tip that I love, and I'm actually looking at this epic picture of this beautiful lamb and lentil stew that I make, and it makes 10 serves. I'll chuck the link to that in the show notes. It's a super yummy meal come winter and you slow cook and the lamb just falls apart and there's so many veggies and it's really fiber rich and yummy. But cooking in bulk is a great way to prepare your lunches and meals for a busy week. I remember cooking up a zucchini slice the other week and it came out with about 10 serves in it. Anyway, I chopped it up and popped them into individual containers in my freezer And it was fantastic because when the days came when I hadn't thought about lunch, I was like, oh, dang it, there's nothing to eat and I've been busy and I haven't shopped, right? Because that happens to me too. I'd open the freezer and see these zucchini slices in there and I'm like, oh, that was out of tune. Oh, there you go. That was better. Um, Lunch, ready for me. Amazing. I actually found one in the freezer tonight. So there's one left and I was like, oh my gosh, that's my lunch tomorrow. That's so excellent because I'm in puppy fog and I have no food in my house. So lunch is sort of finished. I love bulk cooking. I either use bulk cooking for the week ahead or if I've got leftovers from cooking dinner, I'll chuck a couple in the fridge and then some in the freezer because it's certainly nice to find surprise meals in the freezer when you're not expecting them. Fresh herbs, I love adding to my meals. I find that they just 
maximize the flavor of meals just in a way that that dried herbs can't but don't you hate it when you spend five dollars on a bunch of basil and then you only use four leaves Anyway, it's sad. And so you can actually increase the life of your herbs by wrapping them in paper towel and popping them into a peak fresh bag, or you can put them in a glass of water, cover them with um, a peak fresh bag or just a freezer bag. And it's kind of like a little greenhouse in your fridge and just stand it up in the little tub of water. That feels like too much effort for me. So I just pop them into peak fresh bags with some paper towel, which just helps absorb the moisture. And so they don't go slimy. But that will make them last amazingly long. So, yeah, hot tip. Peak fresh bags for your fresh herbs. Amazing. Another tip that I use nearly all the time is I make my lunch at the same time that I'm making dinner. I'm a bit of an opportunist in that I think I'm already in the kitchen prepping food. So what else could I do while I'm in here? You know, I've got five minutes to wait for the rice to boil. So what could I do And I find within that five minutes, I could either chop up some salad for my lunch or, you know, maybe boil an egg for um, a sandwich or a wrap or poach some chicken. I can do something, pop some snacks together into my lunch bag, things like that, or even prep something, you know, for dinner the next night, anything. But certainly I find that if I'm in the kitchen, I try and do as much as I can while I'm in there. And then my future self is just so grateful so grateful. Lastly, meal planning. Now I have linked to a meal planning guide in the show notes and I've talked about meal planning quite a bit on the show and I highly recommend checking out my episodes on meal planning. But certainly if you think about meal planning as being thinking ahead about what you're actually going to be eating and being intentional about that and planning for it in advance is key. It also means that it doesn't, you don't have to plan fancy things, but just thinking in advance. So for example, I try to have a few staples in my cupboard. I actually don't at the moment because I'm in puppy fog. Hence, I was excited about the zucchini slice in my freezer. However, I try to have things like tuna in the cupboard, instant brown rice cups, wholemeal grainy bread in the freezer, etc. There is no bread in my freezer. Babe because remember he's right next to me. There's no bread for the morning. I just told him that. So now it's his responsibility, you know, communication. But I try and have a few staples there happening. And so the other day when I was home with the dog, I was like, oh, what am I going to have for lunch? And then I was able to pull together a toasted sandwich with grainy bread, some lovely basil infused tuna, some cheese. I toasted that in my jaffle maker, served it with a big side salad easy done. Lunch in a flash. I got some good carbs, some protein, some veggies. It was filling. I enjoyed it. Right. And I, I didn't plan this fancy meal, but it ticked all my nutrition boxes, even though I was busy and hadn't gone shopping, that kind of thing. So thinking about your meal planning at on different levels. So you're, you're planning like full lovely meals, but then you've also got lots of convenient backups that you can fall back on when you're not as organized as what you'd like to be. I guess I'd also like to just sort of talk about being busy just briefly. And I'm preaching to the choir here is that sometimes we're busy, just too busy than what is necessary. And we've said yes to too many things. And so I think often I try to, again, husband is next to me. He's going to laugh at me. I do try and think about my life and how busy it is. Try to scale it back. He's staying really quiet, but he'll probably talk to me about this afterwards 
whether I meant it or not. But I do. I meant it that sometimes I think about how I could cull down the busyness of my life. But it's true, you know, we sometimes fill our lives with too many things and it's just not possible for us to keep up with them all. I would highly recommend um, checking out the website Work Life Bliss. I'm going to link to that. There's a great ebook on the seven types of busy, um, which I thoroughly enjoyed reading. So enjoy that team. Otherwise, have a fantastic day. Stay organized and classy and we'll see you next time. I know so many people that are frustrated by the fact that healthy eating is really hard to stick to, especially if they've spent so many years trying diet after diet and meal plan after meal plan. And I've just found, you know, after 16 years as a nutritionist, that at the end of the day, I believe that healthy eating is a skill. And so I created a unique program that helps people develop the skill of healthy eating. It combines micro learning, support, behavior change principles right at your fingertips. And so instead of sticking to a diet, you are encouraged to change your behavior one habit at a time as well as also delivering you heaps of achievable, practical nutrition advice, lots of recipes, food inspiration, things like that. Life's too short to live with food stress. To become a habit builder and not a crash dieter, join my program today at healthyeatinghub.com.au. Well, that's it for the show today. If you're liking what you're hearing, give me a review, leave some five stars there. I would super love that. Share this podcast with a friend and we'll see you next time.